This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, do it live! Come do it live! Come on, Bill do O'Reilly. It live. I can yes. go write it and, and we'll, we'll do, do it live! live. It's the only way to do it, Bill O'Reilly. Is he on a speaking tour with Donald Trump yet? Has it started? Has that happened? Where are we in, on that? I, I don't think merch. it started yet. Yeah. Interesting that he's doing a speaking tour with Donald Trump in a total of, ready for it, two states. Florida and Texas. <laughs> God, I love America. How are we doing uh, today? We're doing good. We are doing we are doing. We're doing? We're doing in this heat wave, Lord. I thought my AC broke yesterday, and I was about to have a meltdown, okay, so literally. He, here's the thing. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Beat. By the way, we have a great show. We're going to tell you about it in just a second. But first, there's a heat wave uh, taking over the country, especially the west and southwest, uh, even some of the northwestern states. It was, what, 86 yesterday? It's not that hot here. But we keep hearing about the heat wave, so it makes us feel hotter. Can you imagine being in a place like the Coachella Valley? No. Where it's 120 right now. No. Listen, I was in the valley yesterday. Oh, okay. And, then that was in the 90s then, And it sure. was rough. Mm-hmm. It was so hot. And then my partner <clears throat> is in Vegas right now, and she said, our dogs won't even go outside. They're well, like, sorry, I'm not happening. I had to warn it. my partner because he's like, at one point, I got home from, I forgot what I was doing. Oh, I took a nap yesterday after the show, and he was gone. And I was like, are you at the dog park by chance? And he says, yes. I said, be careful uh, because it's really hot. And Doc Halligan says, don't take the dogs to dog parks for too long right now. He's like, okay, thanks for the advice. I'm on it. And then he sends me a picture of the dog, and I zoom in in the background, and there's this man with eight abs and shorts and no shirt, sitting with his dog in the background. And I'm like, who on earth is that? What no you, what, shirt? Just the two of you there? Who is this oh, man? who is it? I don't know. He sent me a picture of some other people that were there, too, just Emil's to prove that too. he was not alone. Well, we appreciate Emil. But that's neither here nor there. And my <laughs> dog is okay, and I hope your dog is okay, too. Justin. So, I got your information. Uh, December 11th and 12th. Wait, Just wait, in wait. time for Christmas. It's not until that's December? When Trump, wait. Record scratch. That's when he Trump... literally said he'd be back in office in September. Wait, what? So wait, hold on. So his speaking tour doesn't start till December. Correct. And they've only come up with two states. Four dates: uh, December 11th and 12th, uh, oh. 11th and Sunrise Lower, 12th at the Amway Center in Orlando. Oh wow! And then December 18th and 19th, and the 18th is in Houston, and the 19th is in Dallas. That's a mess. Six days before Christmas, he's. <laughs> Okay, anyways. I mean, what screams Christmas more than Bill O'Reilly right? and Donald Trump? Right, right, right. Uh, also, I do want to give you a little shine right now because you did something really awesome yesterday, Michaela. And I saw pictures. 
I have, I have not seen the video oh, yet. My honey. But can you, can you tease what you did yesterday? And we'll talk about it a little bit more well, later. Well, you know what? I love you so much also. Thank you as I sit here with the heating pad because now my body hurts. But I, <laughs> in the beginning of the year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to level up and I'm going to do things that I've always wanted to do, but I've been afraid of or feel uncomfortable. I can relate. So, yeah, you know. Sure. So, I always wanted to have like choreography and make this really great promo video to add, to, to send people. You want to be a pussycat doll. I just I just want to be a pussycat doll so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be a pussycat doll I know. so bad. Same. So I made a video <laughs> where I looked like a pussycat doll yesterday, and I did my choreography to my song "Honey." I think we call it choreo in the oh, dance world. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, choreo. I did it, and I did not hurt myself. Okay. I rolled around on the floor. Mm. I got up on my chair, did chair dance. Got it. Felt like a rock star yesterday, and uh, it was. Amazing. It felt so cool. Good for you. Yeah. I've been just, you know, honestly, and it's been a good lesson. I've been feeling so out of sorts because I'm doing a lot of things that make me very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because I don't know how to do them. Sure. But the payoff really is so worth it. Like, after all the stress is gone, you're like, hey, I did that. I'm really proud of myself. That is really cool. I am super, super proud of you. And then I read your book. Again. Again. Chapter three. And then you posted it on Instagram. You bet I did. Which I love. Yeah. She posted three Insta stories about my book, Flipping the Script, available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Um, but I, I always appreciate when you do that because I always get some DMs afterwards. I know people buy uh, because of you, and I appreciate Good. it. Good. I want them to buy it. All right. Thank you. You want to do some news on the beat? Nope. Come on. <laughs> okay. Vice President Kamala Harris met with a group of Democratic Texas lawmakers who successfully killed a state bill intended to restrict voting access. One of many similar pieces of legislation that have been circulating through state governments across the country. Harris has been charged with leading the Biden administration's effort to bolster voting rights across the nation. While in Washington, D.C., the Texas lawmakers put pressure on Congress to pass the For the People Act, a comprehensive federal voting rights bill that would counteract a number of voting restrictions put in place by Republicans at the state level. The bill has stalled in the Senate after passing the House, but there may be a new movement soon. For one, Democratic Senator uh, Joe Manchin has said he wouldn't rule out supporting it with some changes. Okay. All right. That's better than requiring Republican support. Yeah. That's where he's kind of stood on a lot of these issues. Yeah. 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 And COVID news, COVID-19 cases may be going down in the U.S. and, and in some areas. Life may feel like it's back to normal, but there are still sobering reminders that the pandemic is not over. The U.S. has now surpassed 600,000 coronavirus-related deaths, and concern is growing about the Delta variant and the danger it could pose to unvaccinated communities. One former White House advisor called the variant like COVID on steroids. How much should you worry about it? Not much if you're fully vaccinated. So get vaccinated. It's important. Now rounding at news on the beat. The hashtag trans men are men is trending on Twitter and the results could not be more heartwarming. Uh, Transgender people have been under attack by Republicans in states across the nation as legislators enact or call for laws designed to harm the transgender community. And after a call for support for transgender men went viral, the responses were incredible. So go to Twitter to see how so many trans men are feeling so empowered right now. Hashtag trans men are men. You know what I hope? In in a similar way, you know, okay, so I've talked about this. Whenever, like, 
gay men post uh, photos with their like niece or nephew, and they put hashtag gunkle. Right? Yeah, drives me crazy. Yeah, you I hate that. it. It's so I, to me, it's degrading. Like you're not a gunkle, you're an uncle. Yeah, it's just like saying gay marriage. Yeah, also degrading to me. It's just marriage, right? right? And so we've evolved enough in those areas where I think that more and more people are starting to see it that way. I can't wait till we get to the day when we don't say transgender man, transgender woman. We say man or woman. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, my friends that I, I that present as male or present as female, right? As far as I know and as far as they've let me know over the years, I've never had to see their genitalia or see them have sex to, to, know to that refer men. to them as men or women. Yeah. So someday soon... I hope we don't have to do that with our trans brothers and sisters either because it's absurd. I understand we're fighting for rights, but, like, who cares? I agree. Like, who cares how somebody identifies? Yeah. Just well, unfortunately, so many people do care yeah. as we see these anti-trans uh, bills, but it just breaks we're going to stand up for them always. All right, let's get into some weather. Summer is here, and it's queer, and it's brought to you by McDonald's, a high of 79 in New York, 90 in L.A. today, 113 in Vegas, 117 in Palm Springs. What? I know! And 95 in Houston. Stay safe, Palm Springs and Vegas. That's right. Now, at McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushy or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just two bucks. That ought to help cool you off in this hot, Yeah, so here's what you do. You get a McCafe Frap or a smoothie. In addition, you get a bottle of Dasani water at McDonald's. Okay, yes. I know their whole menu. Come on. Yes. Uh, And stay hydrated. All right, give us a vibe. This one's for you. This one's for me, too, but this one's for you, Michaela. I don't like to gamble, but if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on, it's, it's me. myself. I no. love that quote. You know who said it? Beyonce. Yep. Do you know that I think about it all the time, especially because I'm from Vegas? I'm mm. like, yeah, I would bet on me. She's she's from Houston, Houston. but I see the correlation. Yeah. See the connection you were trying to make. All right, coming up, the new Velma is a part of the community, but it's causing a lot of backlash. Find out why next. Where are you? We got some work to do now. Come on, Scooby-Doo. What a tune. What a tune. It really is one of the all-time greats. Our producer said it best a moment ago. It's probably one of the best theme songs of all time. Maybe not top 10, but it's definitely top 25, top 50. It's it's there. Uh, It's iconic. Everybody knows the Scooby-Doo theme song. The original Scooby-Doo aired on uh, CBS in 1969 for a year. Wow. And then later caught steam and was, listen, this has been brought back so many times. I remember Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, that Scooby-Doo. Iconic. That was our generation. Mm -hmm. Well, now Mindy Kaling is rebooting uh, this film once again. uh, And the cast has been released. Uh, Warner Brothers uh, made some announcements just recently. And Velma is actually a member of our community uh, Haley Kiyoko will play Velma, which is really exciting to have some queer representation in such an iconic reboot. But she's getting a lot of hate right now on social media, and it really has nothing to do with the fact that she's queer. Mm-mm. Because we've already always sort of figured that about Velma. Like, it's always sort of been there. Never really fully discussed, but when you know, you know. Right. And so we could clock her all <clears throat> right. day long. And it's one of those things where she was passable enough that straight people didn't catch it. Well, they did catch the fact that she's also Asian. And that has the internet in a tizzy. All sorts of racist comments growing up. Uh, people saying things like, well, she's not Velma then, which drives me crazy. Because here's the thing. This is like, it was like people get upset. They're like, well, 007 but like, can't who's be black. A, but who are these people? Like, who's upset? I don't know. Just like people? The internet. Listen, the good thing about social media is 
when there's backlash like this, there's an army of love that comes and swarms them and, and, and outnumbers the hate, right? I've experienced it just recently. We've talked about it on the show on my Facebook. Um, so that's the good thing. The bad thing is that people are still so ignorant that they think that Velma, who's a cartoon character, is only one thing because she was that thing as she was introduced to us. Why do you think it is that people have a hard time letting go of these sort of fictional characters and reimagining them? What do you what is it just racism or or sexism? No, or is it I literally else? don't know because I don't know who these people are. Like, and also I don't understand these kind of people because it's a Cartoon. Okay, so okay, so when when there was talk about maybe making <clears throat> Idris Elba or some other black actor uh, James Bond, or there's been talk about making Spider Man black or or Batman or Superman, and people get really 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 upset about it. Yeah. What do you think's going on? There? I don't know. I don't understand it. They're not real characters. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're asking for a you, you know an Asian woman to portray Billie Holiday like that. I could see being sure. upset about. Well, and by the way, Emma Stone played a Hawaiian character in the film Hawaii just a few years or Aloha just a few years ago. Yeah. And and got And some that's flat, upsetting. That's problematic. Yeah, I don't think that with real characters with sure. real people, but when it's cartoons and also Velma, I feel like I could read that she would be Asian. Like yeah, I could absolutely see that. Justin, I want to get your take on this yeah. because you understand this world. Uh, yeah, you love uh, it. Yeah, you love you're like a big child, a man child. You Thank love you. cartoons and and comic books. Uh, why do you think people get so upset when we sort of tweak what it is they know? It comes down to one word: nostalgia. People mm. people want the things that they wanted. They've had their entire lives. Yeah. So, you know, Velma's this girl that wears orange and she has glasses and she's white. And you know, Daphne is the one with you know the, that's pretty and hitting on Fred. And mm-hmm. Fred has the ascot. And yeah. If you mess up anything like that, then then people get really really upset and really really freaked out for whatever reason. Do I you- just don't understand it. I feel like I don't want to drag anybody, but like I really want people to question their mental health. If you're looking at a cartoon and you're like, oh, they can't be Asian or whatever. And you think you need to get on social media and drag the person yeah. who's probably celebrating what could be the biggest role of her life of so course. far. Uh, but also, I do want to ask, nostalgia, I think it's a really fantastic word. But I think nostalgia is a tricky, tricky word. I agree. Uh, because so intimately intertwined with the word nostalgia, nostalgia is also racism, mm-hmm. sexism, yep. homophobia, transphobia, Asian phobia. Like, all those things are tied into that. All those, quote-unquote, going back to a simpler time. At, well, Donald Trump. Yeah. Exactly, exactly what he ran on. It's just about people also wanting to feel comfortable and not being challenged and not having to do the work and yeah. not having to really realize or look at anything. I mean... Isn't uh, it wild? But think about that. It's so wild that, for instance, say you come out to your parents and over time... They slowly start to like look into it and they start to research and start to figure out what matters to you as a queer person, right? And then we celebrate that. And I understand you got to give people time to catch up. If it's not their experience, I understand that. But we celebrate that people like, oh, well, my mom read up. She found out what GLAD was. I'm so proud of her. I posted a story yesterday that said uh, congratulating the Senate on making Juneteenth a federal holiday is like congratulating a dad babysitting his kids. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to be smart about this. Do you know what I'm saying? It's gaslighting. Just for example, not 
just for fun. I did the dance video yesterday, right? Yep. I'm not a dancer. It was really hard for me. I actually like, cried a few times yeah. throughout the dance lessons. You were insecure. You were vulnerable. Yeah, I hated it. I was like, it was awful. But I also knew that it was something that I wanted to do for the growth of my sure. career. And it was also something I wanted to do. And I didn't want to have the narrative anymore that I don't know how to dance. Yes. It was awful. It was horrible. Then I did it. Then I did the work. did the video yesterday. And now I'm like super excited and I'm super proud because we like, I did something. I felt very happy that I didn't just sit down and like die with thinking I'm not. Being uncomfortable is the worst. But it is the only way that we grow into who we're meant to be, having ideas that we're meant to have. I mean, it's crazy. If you're uncomfortable because your, your nostalgia is being challenged... Put yourselves in the shoes of another for just a moment. Imagine how uncomfortable it must be to be queer or black or Asian or female or anything else in this country other than a cis white man. And then you have just a taste and then sit in that for a moment and and reconsider. You know, I'll say this before we go. I'm just going to put it out there. I've always wanted to play Corny Collins in a stage production of Hairspray. Oh my God, I love it. It's the only thing I want, because he sings a little bit, he doesn't sing too much, he's not a huge role, but he's a role, and it's kind of a TV host, it's a whole thing. And that's like a dream of mine, because I've always wanted to do Broadway. And I'm like, well, that's probably the the only one I could do. Yeah. Billy Flynn, he sings a little bit too much, but I love that character in Chicago as well, and I've had to think about some characters that maybe I could play if I want to get to that dream someday. But then I think about it, and I start to sweat, and it terrifies me. Yeah. But... If I had the opportunity, I would absolutely say yes and then figure it out. Yeah. You've got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. I, listen, if I've learned anything this year. I've been uncomfortable all year. I've cried more than ever. But honestly, when you get it to that, when you make it to the other side, it's so worth it and so mm. much better. And honestly, congratulations, Haley Kiyoko. You deserve this role. And anybody who doesn't understand why a cartoon is Asian, I would suggest... Looking in word and asking why a cartoon bothers you so much. Like, that's your trigger. It's weird. Mm. All right, coming up. Do you really know who you're sexting? Apparently, sexting is problematic. And I do it a lot, so I want to know why. Coming up next. (laughs) Okay, Michaela, I know you're a spicy one. You've, Come on. Uh, you've kept Lisa involved and interested for... Wait, can I talk about spicy? I meant to bring this for you today. years now. There goes my intro. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. I was just so excited <laughs> to tell you something. This is the morning beat. I meant to text you yesterday. This is like a personal thing. Yeah, so do you know definitely what I tell got? me on the air now. Do that. Oh, well, I went to the store. Have you guys tried the hot truffle sauce? What? Where did this... Where? Well, I was here. I heard spicy. And then I, when I bought it yesterday, I was like... AJ would love this, and I meant to bring it today for you to try. It's hot, tr- it's spicy hot truffle sauce that you put on you, oh, like you would like tapatio. Justin, please mute her for just a minute so I can finish <laughs> this intro. Wow. There you go. Thank, turn her off. Okay, so apparently, if you like me and maybe apparently Michaela, this is how she keeps Lisa around, hot truffle sauce, um, I like to keep things spicy in your relationship or in the bedroom by sexting others. That is sending uh, sexual text messages if you're above the age of 45 and don't know. Um, apparently, you're more likely to be a narcissist. Oh. Okay, so people who enjoy really? sending saucy messages, not to be confused with saucy sauces like Michaela was just describing, <laughs> uh, tend to have dark personality traits. According to a new study, there was a there was a study of more than 6,000 people in 11 countries, including the United States, done by uh, psychologists. And the subjects were asked about their texting habits um, and uh, other personality traits. And apparently, uh, narcissism and uh, Machiavelli... Oh, gosh, say it, Justin. 
Machiavellianism? Machiavelli. I know that part. Machiavellianism. Machiavellianism. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot. So, I don't know that I agree with this. However... Yeah, I don't agree at all. I will say I do agree to some degree. And here's how. And maybe some of our listeners can relate to this. I, until recently... And I've been in a relationship for eight and a half years. So, when I say recently, I mean probably the last few years. I definitely still enjoyed sending a text every now and then to an ex, um, somebody who might still be interested in me, mm-hmm. who maybe hasn't moved on completely, mm-hmm. um, just to kind of stroke my ego a bit to see if they're still paying attention. And and my partner knows this, and it's an insecurity of my of mine that I've had over the years, and, and, and it, I'm okay with it now because the last like two or three years, I finally – through therapy and just allowing myself to be loved by my partner, yeah, I finally got to a point where I know I don't need anybody else anymore. Mm-hmm. But for many years, I think I did. So in that way, I can see how that could be seen as narcissism. Maybe not the negative type. Yeah, that we I guess think I of. could see that if you're texting yeah. people that aren't your partner. But I will say, like, uh, Lisa is in Vegas right now. And Lisa has had to spend a lot of time in between uh, here in Vegas. She owns two houses. She just sold one. She works as a DJ there when well, I'm her, sometimes in LA. Her other girlfriend lives there, so it's her important other that you girlfriend, split time. Yeah, her other girlfriend named her mom lives there. Just take care of. <laughs> her Armenian mother. Her Armenian mother. Who tries to feed you all the time. <laughs> oh my God, I can never be on a diet. But we'll text. Yesterday, I texted her like this hot photo, and I was like, this is what I did. And we were texting back and forth. And I just think, you know, after six years, it feels good when she thinks I'm like super hot and, mm-hmm. and it makes her feel good when I'm like, you know, it's it's a nice way, especially if you're out of town, just to, to keep it spicy. Yeah. Well, apparently there are, according to researchers, there are three different types of sexting. There's experimental, risky and aggravated. Got it. Uh, experimental text, uh, te- sexting refers to the consensual exchange of sexual content for addressing young people's development tasks and needs such as exploring their sexuality and identity. So maybe for younger people who are just sort of like figuring it out in high school and college or, or junior high even. Then there's risky uh, sexting, and that is uh, sexting in conjunction with other risky behaviors such as sexting under the influence of alcohol or drugs or sexting with strangers or people you only know online. And I think that, first of all, the under the influence, we've all done that. Yeah. You sext, you sext your ex or something. Um, but also in Instagram DMs, you know, I get DMs from guys all the time that are very, very sexually aggressive. Videos of them doing things to themselves. Oh my God. Photos. Uh, and every time I go on the Wendy Williams show, <laughs> I tend to get a certain demo of guys who are really into sending me um, really vulgar stuff. And I, I mean, I've looked and every now and then one will catch your eye. I'm like, wow, this person wants to do what with me? Like that's, that. there's some appeal to that as a human. Yeah, right. uh, it just It kind of feeds your ego. And then there's the aggravated sexting, refers to harmful behavior such as publicly sharing sex of someone with their without their consent or coercive sexting under threats. So basically blackmailing, right? And that's the thing you've got to be aware of because, in, because you don't know, unless it's your partner, you don't know what this person is going to do with it. They're going to screenshot it, or they're going to send, send it, sell, sell it to TMZ or whatever. Not that they would really want our sex. I mean, let's be honest. But that's scary stuff nowadays. And I, parents always talk about this with their kids. But like, you got to be careful with yourself too. I don't want that out there forever. Yeah. You know, be, be careful what you put into print because it lives forever. Yeah. I mean, listen. I think that 
sexting is really healthy for um, relationships. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important if you find yourself sexting outside of your relationship, maybe that's definitely something to look into. I was sexting my partner once. I think you know the story. And I sent him the nastiest, dirtiest, raunchiest, like aggressive sexual mm-hmm. like text, right? Aggressive. Um, and uh, what is the word for a dollar in the UK? A pound. A pound. Okay, that word was used in there. Oh. And my sex. Okay. And I had been also simultaneously at the same time texting uh, my fiance's mother, who's the first lady for church, the Reverend uh, Pastor Ennis's wife. Amen. And then also I was uh, texting my best friend, Dr. Therese, my best friend in the entire world. He says that Um, on air to annoy me, you guys. It's not true. He just does it to hurt my feelings. She's a therapist. And the second I sent this text, I had no idea if it went to my partner, his mother, or my best friend, the therapist. That's right. Turns out it went to my therapist friend, and she makes fun of me to this day. Thank God it didn't go to his mom. Thank God. <laughs> well, listen, I think sexting is hot, and I think that you should live it up. Oh, my God. What did you just send me? That is so gross. I don't want to look at that. Oh, my God. Just read it, but don't blackmail me. Ew. Is it hot? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's time for our first round of What's Poppin' This Morning. But first, I do want to tell you what else is poppin'. Uh, it's off. Our, it's our food drive with uh, Ralph's and Food for Less. We've partnered with them as well as the Los Angeles LGBT Center to fill the fridge for homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need. Can't forget about our seniors. They did pave the way for us to be here. Uh, please text the word fridge to 20357 to donate to the Los Angeles LGBT Pride Pantry. All this month, as we celebrate Pride, uh, donations are going to be doubled by Ralph's and Food for Less. You know, thousands of elderly LGBT seniors uh, don't have enough food to eat each month. You can make a difference with a $25 donation to the Los Angeles LGBT Center Pride Pantry, providing an entire week's worth of groceries for just $25. Because once again, Ralph's and Food for Less are going to double that $25. So... Help out in any way you can, $5, dollars $100 or more, uh, by texting the word FRIDGE to 20357. Please and thank, thank you. Thank you. Now, 
We've got an update on a, a, a queer superhero from Michaela and What's Poppin'. Okay, so I, how do I say it? Loki? Yeah. Okay, like this low is amazing. Key, kind of. Low key. But Loki. Well, this is a big deal because Loki is officially the first queer superhero in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a very big deal. The first of six episodes of Loki has dropped on Disney+. Plus. Uh, and episode one has already teased the fact that the Asgardian god of mischief is queer. It's more than a tease, though, because actor Tom Hiddleston, as well as the show's head writer, Michael Wadron, have confirmed in interviews that Loki is gender fluid in the latest Marvel series. We have some audio. Take a listen. I think it's 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 really exciting. And the, you know, the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is expanding and and quite correctly is 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 so much more inclusive and i think it creates an unbelievable possibility a world of opportunity and um and storytelling which we haven't seen yet I think it's amazing, too. Now, Marvel Studios has been criticized for the lack of LGBTQ characters in its blockbuster movies, despite the existence of various queer characters from the Marvel comics. But the studio is attempting to address that. Uh, We have some more audio from Out Magazine. Take a listen. There's been a um, a fluidity um, about Loki that I found really interesting and compelling. and very much a part of a part of the the, the fabric of the character. Ooh, yeah, so I love good. that. It's so great. Good oh, for them. Oh, and, you know, we talk about how uh, we want companies and 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 networks and studios to be more inclusive. And uh, you know, good for Disney Plus. I think it's great. Good for Marvel. I yeah. think it's awesome. Disney Plus also just made a major announcement this morning regarding one of our dear, dear friends, Nina West. Go off! Yep, she's going to be hosting a Pride event for them at the end of the month with Alex Newell and others. What uh, is Nina West not doing? Not doing ev- literally everything. What is Nina West not doing? I know, I hear you. Well, we talked about uh, Marvel recently. Uh, they re- they released information on their first actual gay character in their upcoming Eternals. Um, and also Tessa Thompson's uh, character Valkyrie uh, is bisexual in the comics and will have a female love interest in the next Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, mm. So there's more there's more representation coming down the pipe. I love to see it. All right, well, coming up, speaking of representation, it's so needed. And Nikita Dragon is the best representation for trans women. Uh, she's fighting bigotry after being dragged on social media. Uh, and we're going to discuss that in the next hour. Major breaking news coming out of the Capitol right now as we're live on the air. The Supreme Court, the 6-3 conservative Supreme Court, I might add, uh, just voted to leave the Affordable Care Act in place. Obamacare is safe. It survives to fight yet another time, yet another day. And this is really interesting to me, too, because so many people are so concerned that with the 6-3 split on the court that just Republicans could do anything they want. Uh, It gives me a small amount of peace to know that sometimes uh, they still do what needs to be done for the American people. Yeah. This is a good moment. Uh, We'll have more information on that. We don't have a lot just yet. It's just now breaking. We'll share that maybe uh, in the next hour. But right now, uh, Michaela does have some news for you and news on the beat. Before I let her take it away, though, I do want to remind you that coming up in about 13 minutes, we're going to share with you a conversation we had uh, on Nikita Dragon, uh, the trans uh, social influencer YouTuber who was uh, verbally assaulted by another big influencer uh, just recently. And the audio is 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 heartbreaking. 
It had our blood boiling. We have a really in-depth, heartfelt conversation about it that we had actually yesterday that we think is so important Mm -hmm. as we celebrate our trans brothers and sisters this month and every month. Uh, We thought we'd share it with you again. Also, do want to remind you in our final hour, in just over two hours from right now, we've got a little Nas X on the morning beat. No big deal. It's it's honestly not a big deal. Call me, I, by, call me by your name. Well, Nas X, don't know who he is. <laughs> Never so, even heard of him. Stick around. We have a great uh, couple hours of programming coming up for you. Right now, though, it is time for um, some news on the beat. Michaela Gordon, Kamala Harris making some news. She's apparently heading to Texas. <sighs> I love Kamala Harris, and I just want to say that. like, If you were like, Michaela, who's your past or your celebrity crush? It's always going to be Kamala Harris. Because you met okay? her at the Abbey once. Calm down. Listen, I loved her before that because she looks like Bet from the L Word. And I was like, oh my God, this is tracking right now so hard. And then there's I accidentally the, uh, touched her butt and I was like, oh my God, There's please. the uh, lesbian angle. <laughs> lesbian. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay, well, Vice President Kamala Harris met with a group of Democratic Texas lawmakers who successfully killed a state bill intended to restrict voting access, one of many similar pieces of legislation that have been circulating through state governments across the country. Harris has been charged with leading the Biden Biden administration's effort to bolster voting rights across the nation. While in Washington, D.C., the Texas lawmakers put pressure on Congress to pass the For the People Act, a comprehensive federal voting rights bill that would counteract a number of voting restrictions put in place by Republicans at the state level. The bill has stalled in the Senate after passing the House, but there may be new movement soon. For one, Democratic Senator Joe Manchin said he would not rule out supporting it with some changes. So that's a big deal. Uh, In other news, after months of anticipation and diplomatic preparation, President Joe Biden and Russian President uh, Vladimir Putin met yesterday for the first time since Biden took office. How did it go? Positive and constructive were two words used by the leaders. While there were some small advancements like a decision to return each country's ambassador back to their posts and the establishment of task forces on cyber attacks, Biden has said the point of the summit was to reestablish dialogue with Russia, not to spark immediate diplomatic breakthrough. Do you think that uh, Trump is upset that Putin and Biden are friends now? I don't know if I'd call them friends, but... Getting along. I think Trump is upset he loves Putin. that he's not in the spotlight, and I think that's the only thing that matters to him. Oh. And I believe that Putin literally does have a dossier on Donald Trump, and I think he's been blackmailing him for years, and I think that is what Donald Trump is focused on. Amen. He's a criminal. Amen. Putin and Trump. Yeah. So it was nice to see Grandpa Joe over there, though, doing his thing. Yeah. He was cool, calm, and collected, and uh, yeah. yeah. I think we're in, a, we're, we're in a good era of diplomacy, hopefully. All right. Well, listen up. Summer is here, and it's queer. It's brought to you by McDonald's. Let's get into a little weather in this Heat wave, honey. 93 in Houston, 100 in Kansas City today, 84 in Miami, 75 in Seattle, 72 in Buffalo, 109 in Sacramento, and 118 in Cathedral City. Now, uh, McDonald's, you can get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid Strawberry Watermelon Slushy or McCafe Fraps and Smoothies for just $2. And you're going to need it to help fight off this heat wave. Now, give us a vibe of the day, please. I don't like to gamble, but if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on, it's myself. I literally love that so much. I think just as a Vegas girl, I like love that. I want to incorporate that even more into my life. Well, Beyonce loved it too, apparently, because she said it. Beyonce actually texted me. She wants to beat me. You're such a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, coming up, Nikita Dragon uh, is fighting 
bigotry. She is being so beautiful and so brave. We have audio after a social media attack happened to her. We discuss next. All right, so I shared a little bit of this uh, the other day on the show, talking about my partner, my fiance, and I posting uh, on our social media, specifically on Facebook, that we had picked a date for our wedding and we're super excited. Uh, truth be told, we don't actually have a date locked down yet, but for social media purposes, it was a good post, <laughs> right? And it yeah, was just a also, of a... also though, that's okay. Yeah, we it's kind of have wedding. a date, but yeah, uh, it's sort of in flux. And when we post things on Instagram or TikTok, we get nothing but a flood of love. Yeah. Maybe every now and then we get some hatred. Mm-hmm. But when we post stuff on Facebook, it's a very, very different demographic. It's crazy. I There are so many things that I post on Instagram that I will never post on Facebook. Well, I had my Instagram accidentally set to automatically post to Facebook, which is why this post mm-hmm. went up. Uh, and because they're, you know Instagram is owned by Facebook now. And the amount of hatred and these long diatribes on the Bible and on Sodom and Gomorrah and all this bull that we've all been told for so many years, it's just mind-blowing. And I have not deleted them because I want people to see them. Yeah. The support has been overwhelming, though. Uh but I thought, I'm you sorry. Know. I'm so, I know that I know it really bothers you, and I really it hurts my feelings. And it's funny because it doesn't bother me. It yeah. doesn't bother me when they say things about me and Lisa. But to see how much it bothers you, it does put in, it does put well, into I think perspective. Also, part of it is knowing that, like, to be fair, it's also my partner in the photo. Yeah. So that bother I get I get protective of that. Of course. Right. And so, but I in my mind I'm like, oh, that's Facebook. That's in the South. That's in Ohio. That's in wherever. Right. Not necessarily true because the other night we went and shot our engagement photos. Our first round. We're doing multiple rounds, by the way. Great. Get As ready, you should. Get ready for a photo dump like you've never seen. I literally can't wait. So we did these uh, on a private beach in Malibu, a semi-private, called El Matador Beach. It's one of our favorite places. It's one of the first places he and I ever went to the beach together years and years and years ago. There are a lot of rocks, and it's really pretty and picturesque. It's difficult to get down there. It's some really steep, shaky steps, and that's about it. Well, we get there. Turns out, and we wanted to be there right before sunset. It was like the golden hour, right? Yeah. And my partner set up this shoot with a photographer that he found online. We're really excited about it. It's like one of those moments, you know, most of your life as a gay man, I never really thought I could get married. It's only been in recent years that it became like something I dreamed of. Yeah. And now we're on our way. Well, it turns out there are a lot of people get their photos taken there for engagements, for weddings, for babies, expecting children. Uh, and then there were random people who were just there like in their swimsuits enjoying. It was 90 degrees that day. Well, I was very uncomfortable very quickly because you know as, as anybody who's an other, you always know when somebody's looking at you a certain way. You always know when somebody's judging you. You can sort of feel the judgment. You can feel the hatred. And there were some couples. There was a group of guys uh, all wearing Dodgers hats, like sports bro-y kind of guys. And they were kind of laughing at us. And then there was another couple off to the side that the guy looked like Kid Rock. And his girlfriend was just sort of, eh, sort of trashy looking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I could mm-hmm. feel them snickering and talking about us and laughing. And here we are, holding hands, kissing on a beach. Just so happy. D- doing silly things to get really cool photos, like doing, like, like spinning each other in circles and laughing and running into the water. And like those photos that you, you have to do those weird, mo- like, movements. Like run in slow motion, holding hands, those sorts of things. And I was like... I'm 40 years old and I'm very uncomfortable right now and I hate 
having to feel that way. You know, it brings up this thing、uh, which makes me so, so sad. And I, I don't remember verbatim what the quote is, but it's like, you have to be a very special person to try to take the shine or excitement out of a very vulnerable person.、Mm-hmm. Like, all you're trying to do is be excited. You're getting married. And for people to try to like steal that. That excitement from you is just so terrible. You know, I, I feel the same way. I never thought I was going to get married just because I literally have always wanted to be a star. Like, I, it's always just what、right. I focus about. And now we're having big conversations because Lisa, I think, is getting ready to propose hopefully soon. So it's become more real. And I, the excitement that I feel isn't something I necessarily thought that I would feel. And I just I can't imagine getting any mean comments. About something that I feel so、yeah. like, in love about. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's so pure. It's your safety you have to think about. BuzzFeed、uh, released an article just the other day 17 things all straight people do that 85% of gay people are still afraid to do. Wow.、Uh, number one, hold hands.、Mm-hmm. Oh, number, yeah. Number two, hold hands in broad daylight. Number three, hold hands after a night out. Number four, hold hands at a park. You see a theme here? Literally, just holding hands can put our lives at risk. Yeah. And I also think, I just want to say this to like our allies because I, I don't know why it just came to my head because somebody once told me that. They were like, oh, no, it's okay. Well, it's not that you and Lisa are affectionate.、Um, like, I wouldn't want. Yeah, I, hear, I hate that.、Uh, I、That's, wouldn't want to see a heterosexual couple do that. That's bull. That's bull that you wouldn't say anything to a heterosexual、mm-hmm. couple. And I feel like. Um, oftentimes that's used as a crutch. So I'm just like, word of advice, well, don't that, say that because it's actually more offensive. Also, that's you and your own broken relationship and、yeah. your inability to show affection. Just because, Hello. just because you're dealing with some repressed feelings and can't hold your partner's hand in public doesn't mean that I shouldn't be able to. Exactly. And it, it's just so frustrating because listen, I'm 6'5, I'm 40 years old. My partner is 6'3 and has muscles on every inch of his body. I know. You guys we're a are very, a gorgeous couple. We have a presence when we walk into any space. We、sure、know that.、Do. But yet, still, still, we always look over our shoulders to make sure we're safe before we kiss or hold hands in public. And the psychological long term impact of that is real. Yeah, it is. You know, and I can't even imagine being five foot two. And a lesbian woman who, who, you know, men fetishize, straight men fetishize, and to be out with your partner who is sexy as all get out, but also、Beautiful. a bit androgynous, that threatens people. Yeah, well, I mean, and also, I think that, you know, I am very spicy, but I think that sometimes I get a reputation, like many women my, my height, that maybe you're dealing with the same thing. Like, I don't want to be a bitch, but like, How else are we going to protect each other? Like, how do we、mm-hmm. protect ourselves? It's, it's crazy. I'm, I'm really sorry, though, that they tried to take your joy at the beach. If I were there, I would have literally tackled them like a chihuahua. But you know what? The good news is you have me for the rest of your life. And also, they didn't take it, and the photos are fire. The photos、so、are fire. So get ready, people. Okay, and get ready for the wedding. It's going to be beautiful. When is it? We don't know. We don't have we a don't date.、Know. Okay. But when it happens,、mm-hmm. it's going to be beautiful. After the end of a good fight, You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Uh, I want to give you a reminder. We have a great couple hours coming up for you. Uh, in the next hour, we've got Dr. Jen Mann talking to us about uh, why hurt people hurt people and why we allow hurt people to hurt us. Mm-hmm. Why does it cut so deep? Uh, she's going to share her expert advice. And then we're talking to our favorite attorney, Paula Canny, on the uh, SCOTUS decisions that came down just moments ago, one involving um, Obamacare. Uh, and it, this one could affect you directly. Also, one involving the Catholic Church and our community, uh, that that decision was unanimous. Uh, she's going to talk to us about both of those. We're also talking Title IX with her. Lots going on in the Supreme Court today. And then in our final hour, we've got Lil Nas X on the morning beat. No big deal. Just want to drop that name okay. out there really, really quickly if you want me to Say call, it, me, don't spray call it. me by your name. Uh, before Michaela gets to uh, what's popping, I've got more for you. It's a jam-packed day, ladies and gentlemen. It is Pride Month, but it's also Pride 365 days a year here at Channel Q. But during Pride Month, we've partnered up with Ralph's and Food for Less and the Los Angeles LGBT Center to help fill the free uh, the fridge the fridge uh, the fridge for homeless people in need in our community. We're talking about LGBT youth and seniors. You can help by giving whatever you can. Uh, I know the pandemic has been difficult on people, but if you have $5, $10, $100 or more to give, text the word FRIDGE to 20357. And for the rest of Pride Month, Ralph's and Food for Less will double that donation. Once again, the word FRIDGE, text it to 20357. Oh yeah, baby. Help out our brothers and sisters in need. Okay, it's time for another round of What's Poppin'. Michaela Gordon, it's your time to shine. Okay, honey, well, this is wild. So Andy Cohen has thoughts over the Erica Jane documentary. Um, And he said a lot in regards to Chum Girardi and how wild the stories are. But he actually had a difficult time taking the documentary seriously because of people like Danielle Staub and Dana Wilkie. Take a listen to his thoughts. Well, I I will say the idea that Danielle Staub and Dana Wilkie are the experts in this documentary about Erica is... Questionable at best. Um, so I kind of realized I wasn't going to learn anything new from them about Erica. Um, the Tom Girardi stories continue to be deeply disturbing. Uh, and we have to see how this plays out. Uh, yeah, well, it's interesting. That was what uh, that was Andy Cohen on his radio show, Radio Andy. However, Dana Wilkie tweeted immediately after and said, I have this to say. Don't take out your anger on me because ABC beat you to the punch. It's petty. It's actually surprising that Andy Cohen um, doesn't want to uh, validate a documentary that I have yet to see. But from hearing from other people... I think it's it makes her look very, here's, very guilty. Here's the thing. She still works for Andy Cohen. 
She's yeah. still part of the, the franchise. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is happening, is airing right now. We're just now getting to the, the divorce currently. Right. Uh, so, and I think it's important to try to hold judgment until we know all the information. Documentaries can look very, very damning. Documentaries can make you feel just about anything about just about anything or anyone. Yeah. Erica Jane is a friend of mine. Uh, if what is being accused is true, it's horrific. And I will say that. But until we all know all of the information, I'm trying to just stay neutral, which is, oh, I, believe, yeah. I think that's what Andy's trying to do as well. I, I understand that. I personally am not friends with her, and I uh, I feel like she did know. I feel like that, that that's just how I feel. As a woman, I feel like you know she wanted to be a star. She was willing to take the money to make that happen, in my opinion. It's, it's all still very all possible, alleged. yeah. But we'll continue keeping you updated. I do think, though, Dana had a point when she said, don't be mad, Andy, because we beat you to, because ABC beat you to the punch. Well, I think anytime you're looking to Danielle Staub as your expert that's on fair anything, too. I mean, that's problematic. But listen, Danielle just... is super problematic, but it doesn't mean she's a liar. But she has lied repeatedly on camera in the past. It's the, that's the only thing that concerns me. She's not a trustworthy person. Yeah, which maybe. That's why she's booted off the show to begin with. Okay, well. We'll, we'll see. We will continue having those conversations, but coming up in the next hour, Dr. Jen Mann is joining us talking about why hurt people hurt people and how it affects us in the next hour. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Coming up this hour, we've got Dr. Jen Mann talking to us about why hurt people hurt people and why it hurts so much to get bullied by people you don't even know online. Yeah. Uh, it's something that more and more of us have to deal with on a daily basis. And if you can relate, you're definitely going to want to listen to this conversation because uh, Dr. Jen is always dropping the truth bombs. And I'm sure it'll be no different here in about uh, 13 minutes from right now. Also this hour, we're joined by attorney Paula Canny discussing the uh, all the uh, SCOTUS cases coming down right now live as we're on the air. And then in our final hour, Lil Nas X joins us here on the morning beat. We have a great couple hours coming up for you. So don't go anywhere. Uh, right now, though, Michaela has some news for you in News on the Beat. Take it away. Okay, well, there's a lot going on after months of anticipation and diplomatic preparation. President Joe Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin met yesterday for the first time since Biden took office. How did it go? Positive and constructive were two words used by the leaders. While there were some small advancements, like a decision to return each country's ambassador back to their posts and the establishment of task forces on cyber attacks, Biden has said the point of the summit was to to reestablish dialogue with Russia, not to spark some immediate diplomatic breakthrough. Still, firm words were exchanged. Biden said he warned Putin of devastating consequences. If jailed opposition leader Alexei Nav- how do I say Navalny? Yes, go Michaela. Were to die in prison. <laughs> he also confronted Putin about a spate of recent cyber attacks believed to originate in Russia, but Putin was evasive, saying of one attack, what do Russian authorities have to do with this? Yesterday's summit marked the conclusion of Biden's first trip abroad. All right, in other news, uh, the hashtag trans men are men is trending on Twitter and the results could not be more heartwarming. Transgender people have been under attack by le- by Republicans in states across the nation as legislators enact or call for laws des- designed to harm the transgender community. And after a call for support for transgender men went viral, the responses will give you hope for America. Twitter was flooded with appreciation and words of encourage- encouragement as folks rushed to share in the validating moment. 
Um, and it's so sweet to see all of these people coming out, especially we did a story just yesterday. Uh, we talked about it again today with Nikita Dragon having to defend herself as a trans woman due to somebody outing her. Um, I think it's really great that our trans brothers and sisters are really trying to just reclaim who they are and stand up for themselves. I love that. All right, now let's get into a little weather. Summer is here and it's queer and it's brought to you by McDonald's. Now, honey, it is hot, hot. We're in the middle of a heat wave. 118 in Cathedral City today. 109 in Sacramento, 97 in St. Louis, 88 in Chicago, 72 in Buffalo, 73 in San Francisco, 84 in Miami, 100 in Kansas City, and 90 in LA. Woo! It's hot. But I like hot. Now, coming up, uh, thanks to McDonald's, not coming up. Well, always coming up. Do, oh. do, 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 do. I'm loving it. At McDonald's, get a small summer treat like the new Minute Maid strawberry watermelon slushie or McCafe fraps and smoothies for just $2. That's amazing, and you're going to need it because it's so hot. It's also not a gamble. You know what you're going to get every single time you go to McDonald's. It's amazing. I, I personally don't like to gamble. But if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on, it's myself. Yes, so I, I love that. integrated that vibe of the day, mm. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I love it so much. All right, well, coming up, <laughs> Dr. Jen Mann is joining us to discuss why hurt people hurt people and how to deal with that coming up next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. We're so excited about our next guest. You uh, may recognize her voice from all over Channel Q, and she filled in for me recently, and I just wanted to say thank you in person. Uh, she is an author and a therapist and a public speaker. Please welcome to the program Dr. Jen Mann. My favorite. Hello, my organizing queen. Uh-huh. Hey, my girl. How you doing, AJ? I am fantastic. I'm a little bit hurt that she just called you her favorite because I was gone for two days. No, d- listen, Dr. Are. Jen Man taught me so many things, but <laughs> she has also taught me how to organize my life, and it was, like, amazing. Is, I that, feel. is that why you found the uh, steak and potatoes that I gave you in December under your car seat the other day? Yeah, because she made me start cleaning. <laughs> Got it. That tracks. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. No, I... I sent Michaela pictures of my drawers, my folded shirts. We, we, we've got a thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we'd get along because I am that person. I walk into my walk-in closet, and I want it to look like a store. I have a That's je- how Dr. Jen Mann's yeah, house I have a, looks. I have a jean wall. I have my shirts hanging in a certain direction, and they're color, color-coordinated. It's a whole thing. Um, but Dr. Okay, well, you know what? I, I like, I'm all in anytime you want to swap organizing photos. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, right now, one of the okay. topics we want to talk to you about, though, uh, is kind of because what we're seeing with online bullying with Michael Costello and Chrissy Teigen, I experienced it just recently on a Facebook post of my fiance and I, and all of a sudden we're getting all this hatred, all this just, oh just animosity for, you know, we're going to burn in hell is what we're hearing from a lot of people. Um, oh, of course, there's yeah. a lot of support uh, as well. Yeah. I tend to be one of those people that focuses on the one negative thing. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And we Mm -hmm. hear all the time, hurt people hurt people, right? We get that. Absolutely. But why why do we allow ourselves to be hurt by hurt people? I'm asking for a friend, a.k.a. myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Look, I think that a lot of reasons. I think we all have our vulnerabilities. And I think that there are... when we get that kind of negativity, oftentimes it plays into kind of a crack in our confidence, a crack in our feelings about ourselves. You know, we all have uh, 
areas in our life and our psyche where we've been negatively influenced by other people's biases, by our history, by our family, by religion, by the culture we grew up in, by the world, by society, by, you know, all, the list goes on and Okay, on. get out and, of my and, life, and, Dr. Jen. Get mm-hmm. out of my life. That's a lot. <laughs> you know, what happens is that, you know, sometimes, especially when you're getting a lot of input, whether it's that you're in a big company and everyone has an opinion or you're a public figure like you and you do a post and then tons of people are, are commenting. And, you know, what tends to happen is that and you throw enough spaghetti at the wall and something sticks. Mm. And, you know, that there is eventually someone will, if enough people say enough negative stuff, something will hit on a chord for us. And then that tends to hurt us. Mm. You know, it doesn't really bother me when people say things to me, but it really hurts me when people say mean things to AJ and to my partner, Lisa. So do I defend them or do I try to be the bigger person? Because I feel like it festers when I don't say anything. Totally. When we've all we've all had that situation. And I think that you also have to, especially when it comes to social media and social media bullying in particular, you have to really look at the content and the way the person has expressed it. Because I've had a lot of these situations as well, where I've had people who have seen my show, you know, Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen, and then commented and said really negative things or been really mean or whatever. And they're what I kind of tend to do with that is that if something is well thought out, where someone maybe didn't agree with my approach on something, or they just had a different perspective, I'll engage with them. And 99% of the time, the person turns around. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that is just cool, not thought out, just someone being mean and hateful, it's not worth engaging because Mm -hmm. those kind of people, those are not people that want to be enlightened. Those are not people who want to be educated. Those are not people who want to engage in intellectual discourse. They're people that just want to vomit hate on you Mm -hmm. and they're not going to change. And, you know, like just let them go. Their life is probably so miserable that like they're living in their own private hell anyway. If you're just now joining yeah. us, we're talking to jo- Dr. Jen, uh, Jen Mann. I'm so shaken here right now because I feel like you're just hitting the nail on the head left and right. Uh, we're talking about okay. online bullying and why it hurts so much to be hurt by people that we don't even know. Um, and it, 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 you bring up some really, really fantastic points. I literally feel like I'm in therapy with you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because it's weird how we we as humans can get a hundred positive affirmations and just narrow mm-hmm. in on the one negative one. I'll tell you when my yeah. book came out, I've gotten hundreds of positive reviews on my book. I got one yeah. negative one from a woman named Margot three years ago. And I still, to this day, <laughs> I think I have the entire yeah. thing memorized. How do we let yeah. go? How do you let go of stuff like that? Yeah. Well, I think when it comes to someone critiquing our work, you know, I believe in the concept of, I, I call it panning for gold. And like, you know, in those like old photos or drawings of like people in, in California panning for gold and you see like they scoop up the dirt and the water and they shake everything out and then they let the, the dirt and the mud fall through the sifter and, they, and then at the top there's these golden nuggets. And I always say, look for what are the golden nuggets? Like, what about the feedback? Is there anything about the feedback that you can learn from? Can you sift through maybe someone's cruel attitude or poor wording or bitchiness and 
actually get to the bottom of like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe my grammar could have been better or like, oh, maybe that one story I told ran a little too long. Is there anything to take from it that actually can help you as a writer and let the rest go by the wayside? Mm. And and that way it becomes productive and, you know, it helps you to grow as opposed to beats you up. Dr. Jaman, you're so amazing. Thank you so much uh, for all of this. I hope that you'll call in more often because your advice really does sit so well with us and I think our listeners too. And um, I like you and I like your book and I like AJ and I like his book and that's all that matters. <laughs> well, now I got to go get AJ. Well, I need, I need to get yeah. your book too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Jen. Thank you. Paula Kenny joins us next to talk about the two big decisions the Supreme Court just made coming up next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's been a busy, busy morning of news, uh, and we're so grateful for our next guest. She's attorney Paula Canny. We've had her on the show many, many times. Uh, Paula, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Hi. As we we sit here in studio and look up at the monitor, all these uh, decisions coming down from the Supreme Court, and we want to talk to you about a couple of them in particular. Uh, They did vote to uphold Obamacare which is a little bit of a surprising win to some of us. Uh, And Uh we're going to start there, but there's also a unanimous decision uh, regarding the Catholic Church. Let's start there, because I like to get into religion first and foremost. That one was unanimous, and it seems like not a good thing uh, as a former Catholic, Michaela and I both. Uh, What actually are the details of that decision? Uh, Can you help help us understand it a Mm -hmm. bit? Sure, I can. And I'm a former Catholic, too. So there we have it, a trifecta of former Catholics. A lot of, a lot of former Catholics in the world. Well, there might even be more former than current, and it's the way the Catholic Church is going, I think that trend is going to continue. So anyway, it's, a, it's an interesting decision. It's Fulton versus the city of Philadelphia. And basically what you know about the decision, it's a unanimous decision. So even the liberal justices said what the city of Philadelphia was doing was inappropriate. So basically, Catholic services uh, said they couldn't administer the FOSS program because they uh, won't recognize same-sex couples who apply for, you know, to be FOSS parents. So basically then Philadelphia says, well, we don't want you. Well, the problem is that you don't, even as a liberal, I don't want the government telling uh, religions what they can or can't do. Mm-hmm. And so that's really why it's a unanimous decision. It's on. It's a First Amendment right. So basically, at the same time, though, you can tell by how it's written, and it's like 170 pages of, you know, different justices chiming in on different uh, issues about what they want to say. But basically, it's just that the government can't tell a religion what they can or can't do. Because remember, I mean, the whole country's First Amendment is freedom of religion. All that being said, you can tell by how the opinion's written that Philadelphia could draft legislation that makes it be that the city doesn't contract with people who, you know, make agreements with people who discriminate uh, against people on the basis of sex. So it isn't that what they, it's sort of like that notion, Philadelphia had a righteous reason to say, you know, 
forget you Catholic services, but you can't do it in an in a way that violates the First Amendment. So I'm not so disturbed by that. Philadelphia just sort of did a knee-jerk reaction to this thing. When if you're going to, you know, implicate First Amendment rights of religions, you have to be more careful when you craft your policy and, you know, do what you're going to do. So I, I hope that makes sense. Of course it does. Thank you. Well, Paula Canny, uh, if you're just joining us, this is our favorite attorney uh, who's breaking everything <laughs> down. Now, to switch things up, uh, the Supreme Court upheld Obamacare by a seven to two, seven to two vote. Is that shocking? No, that one isn't shocking either, because, again, I mean, Obamacare is super interesting. It got passed in 2010. Uh, It was affirmed on a five to four vote as being valid in 2012. In 2017, this provision of Obamacare that said, if you don't buy insurance, you pay a penalty. That was basically taken out by Congress, uh, by legislation. So Texas as a state and some other GOP-led states filed a lawsuit saying, well, you can't do that. Well, basically, the 7-2 vote is really on a procedural basis. It doesn't address substantively Obamacare, but basically seven justices said to Texas, you don't have standing. You don't have an injury. And so a fundamental premise of uh, Supreme Court litigation is a plaintiff must have an injury. And that, that, that term is called standing. And if you don't have standing, you can't bring a lawsuit. So they're like, hey, Nice try, no standing, boom, you're out for procedural reasons. And if you think about Obamacare, what that means, it leaves intact that notion that uh, kids can stay on the parents' health insurance until they're 21, that co-pays can't be charged for, for preventative care. There's no more lifetime caps by insurance companies. 80% of our premiums paid to insurance companies have to be paid for medical care and not insurance people's salaries. No discrimination on the basis of sex and health insurance. And the most important one, you can't deny somebody health insurance on the basis of a pre-existing condition. So, yes, that one was a, a good day for Obamacare and all of us uh you know, we all need health insurance and maintaining that. But again, it wasn't a substantive decision. It was a procedural one. And it basically spanked all these states like Texas that used their state tax dollars to bring basically a spurious lawsuit because they knew they didn't have standing. You know so, what, Attorney Paula Canny, I'm not standing right now. I'm actually sitting down, but I feel a lot smarter because <laughs> of you. So thank you so much. We're actually going to talk to you tomorrow about the Title IX uh, and, and how it protects LGBTQ students. Also, some more uh, coming down from the Supreme Court. Thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Yeah, that's Absolutely. a good one. Okay. See you, Michaela. Bye, AJ. Bye. Have a great day. Bye, Paula. Thank okay, you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Just a friendly reminder, our final hour is coming up. We've got Lil Nas X on the Morning Beat. Our celebrations and pride continue. Hey, now. Call me by your name. Pretty cool, right? He's kind of a hottie. He's growing into himself. He's so beautiful like he's getting, he's getting to me. Sexy now. Yeah, he was like he looked like a boy to me a year or two ago. Yeah, and that's uh, that's changed. He's coming to that confidence, could though. Could have been Lord. the uh, stripper pole down to <laughs> down to hell. Yeah, might could've, have been. Could have done that for me. I don't know. Got some weird Catholic <laughs> guilt repressed somewhere. Homosexuality. It's a lot. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it is almost time for what's popping really quickly. I do want to remind you that we're uh, doing everything we can to help our homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need this month. We've partnered with Ralph's and Food for Less and the Los Angeles LGBT Center. Uh, Ralph's and Food for Less are going to match donations all month long. So here's how you help. Grab your phone, text the word FRIDGE to 20357, and Ralph's and Food for Less will match your donation. Okay. Help feed those in need. If you if you can give back, give what you can, please. And thank you. Now it is time for what's popping. Michaela, take it away. Okay, so the angels have fallen. Victoria's Secrets has unveiled its new diverse lineup of spokeswomen, and they will not be posing in bras. This is wild. It's coming three years after Victoria's Secrets Chief Marketing Officer Ed Razik quit after claiming the public was not interested in seeing plus size or transgender models. Wrong. Try but again. But that's not true. And Victoria's Secrets is um, doing a whole new rebrand where it involves Priyanka Chopra, Megan Rapino, and leading iconic women uh, standing up for women's rights. Also, there will be plus-size women, like plus-size model Paloma Elsesser. Uh, there will also be a trans woman. You know who I think that they should get if they do have trans representation is Nikita Dragon. Remember when she put that video out for Victoria's Secret? And then she had, uh, they got 3 million views. She got 10 million. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and this is going to be their new initiative. I like it. I um, I think that it's been needing to change for a long time. I think that maybe they didn't know how to make it happen. Uh, but clearly they are now. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm into it. Is it coming a little too late because Rihanna already did it? I don't know. We'll see. Can both live in the think, same place? Yeah, and I think there's a place for their traditional models as well because I think there's really something stunning about a woman who like who who like fights really hard for that body type. But I think there's also something equally stunning about a woman who uh, who's curvier. Well, yeah. Also, yeah. I don't think we should throw out the five ten models that you know also just naturally look like that. Sure. Uh, but there should be a place for everybody, and, and also I love that. Make a place for Simone from uh, from RuPaul. Yes. Make a place for some Oh, yeah. That'd yeah. be amazing. All right. Well, coming up, we're so excited. Little Nas X joins the morning beat for celebrations in pride, and we discuss his iconic music next. Coming up in 12 minutes from right now, global superstar Lil Nas X on the morning okay. beat. As our celebrations in pride continue, uh, he's really quite the uh, trailblazer and a game changer, and we're so honored to have him here on the Morning Beat. Stick around for that conversation. Yes. Uh, right now, though, it is time for news on the beat. Obamacare safe again. Michaela, what's going on? Well, there's a lot going on, uh, including with Obamacare, but I want to talk first about another Supreme Court uh, ruling against the rights of LGBTQ people to foster children in Philadelphia in a decision that has raised fears the court could next seek to take away same-sex marriage rights. The court said a taxpayer-funded Catholic foster agency in Philadelphia was free to turn away same-sex couples 
as foster parents on religious grounds. The foster agency had sued the city after Philadelphia ordered it not to exclude LGBTQ people. Now with today's announcement in the case of the Fulton v. City of Philadelphia, from the majority conservative Supreme Court restricts the impact of the historic 2015 ruling which made same-sex marriage legal in the U.S. in assuring equality and enshrines in law the right to discriminate against LGBTQ Americans. Our attorney Paula Kennedy discussed a solution to the problem. You can tell by how the opinion's written that Philadelphia could draft legislation that makes it be that the city doesn't contract with people who you know, make agreements with people who discriminate uh, against people on the basis of sex. Um, If you missed any of that conversation, you can always download our podcast at odyssey.com. Now, also, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled today that the Affordable Care Act, better known as Obamacare, remains valid, rejecting a claim that by a group of conservative states that a recent change to the law made it unconstitutional. By a 7-2 vote, the court said the challengers did not have legal standing to sue because they did not make a strong enough showing that the law harmed them. But the decision also suggested it would be difficult for any challengers to try again on the same legal theory again we had a conversation with uh, paula kenny if you did miss that download our podcast now let's get into a little weather summer's here and it's queer and it's brought to you by mcdonald's it's gonna be a high of 90 in la today 113 in las vegas 117 in palm springs 95 in houston 102 in kansas city 84 in miami and 75 in san francisco now can you give us a vibe of the day little sweetie i don't like to gamble but if there's one thing i'm willing to bet on it's myself come on who said that our queen beyonce 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 all right well coming up uh, another queen king if you will little nas x is joining us for pride month and we're talking about his iconic music coming up next Welcome back to The Morning Beat as we continue our celebrations in Pride all month long. You know, Pride is 365 here at Channel Q, uh, but over at one of our affiliates at Now, uh, our friend Julia got to sit down with Lil Nas X, and she asked him uh, if he thought that Montero was going to take off and blow up quite like it did. Here's his response. I was honestly just happy to release something so real and near and dear to my heart, to my fans, and to the public in general, because I've... I've played so many characters and I've shown up so many other sides of myself that I feel like that was a side of myself that the world deserves to see too. I guess it was even scary like recording it because like I'm sometimes very afraid to show like an emotional side of myself to people that I'm around. Uh, But yeah, I'm happy about the response it's received. What are some ways an ally can show their support? Just treating everyone with respect, you know? and not feeling like anybody should have to hide that part of themselves or they should like tone it down or anything. Cause I see that a lot uh, with people that say, oh, oh, I don't mind them, but just like not too much of it or not. So yeah, I guess that's, that'll be the, a great way to be an ally. Our company Odyssey supports Pride 365 days a year with Channel Q, which is our radio network dedicated to the LGBTQ community with news, talk, and music. Why do you think it's important to have a station like Channel Q for the community? I think it's very important because media artists in the community are very much overlooked. Uh, So it's nice to have that space. It's nice to have that space uh, to help build into something 
better in the future to where there's like many more queer artists in the mainstream or, or whatnot, you know? Why is it important not to tolerate anti-LGBTQ jokes or statements expressed in your presence? There are a lot of jokes that are made and it's not because like, oh, I don't care, but it's like, I, I don't want to give it, a, I don't want to give people a rise out of myself because they, they said something, you know? Marriage equality, some people say celebrating pride is no longer necessary. Why is this not true? That's not true because there's a much longer way to go. You know, a law being passed doesn't make everything like uh, hunky-dory, like everybody's holding hands and happy now. Like, that's just one step. It's, it's much more heavier on trans individuals now, uh, but the community as a whole, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot more to go. Yeah, there's a lot of work to be done still. Can you share a coming out story or how you supported coming out for anybody else was? I don't know. Nobody around me has ever come out, honestly. Um, there's been fans that have told me, like, I've helped them through what I do. A lot of them uh, tell me very often that what, I've, what I'm doing and what I've done has really helped them come into their own. And, like, even when Sun Goes Down, like, there are a lot of people that were going through a lot of stuff. And I guess I wasn't expecting that one so quickly but a lot of people like were genuinely saying like it helped them so much uh like even saved their lives and like that was kind of like crazy for me to hear i can't say i expected to be where i am right now helping the people that i'm helping it adds to the purpose how have queer or lgbtq people in your life influenced you uh just by honestly just by being themselves like it's, it's almost cliche to say, but when people are genuinely like being themselves, it helps other people realize, hey, I can do me too, you know? Yeah. Like even, even through music, a lot of times when I'm seeing like other people like expressing themselves in all different forms of music and whatnot, I'm like, oh, I can do that too. And it, it'll be okay. It'll be cool. Well, you know, and it's been so great to like seeing just like the true expression of everything, like just the whole era of the song Montero is it, it's it still blows my mind how incredible it is. Like even seeing your performance on SNL, like I was just like, yes, let's go. That was so exciting. That was so ex that's that's my favorite performance of mine. Rip pants and everything. It just it adds to the story. Well, what can we know about the upcoming album? Is there anything that you can tell us right now? Uh, I can say that the album is coming super duper soon, much sooner than people may think. This album is going to be something everybody loves. It's I made it for myself, but so many people are going to resonate. Just like these last two songs, like they were for me, but I feel like uh, so many other people are going to resonate to them. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. This project, I worked harder on it than anything else in my entire life. So I can't wait for you to hear it. I know. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lil Nas X, our Odyssey 2021 Pride icon. Uh, thank you, Julia. You have the best day ever. You too. Bye. Tell me something good. You know what, Michaela? It's really easy to focus on the negative. Uh, we talked about earlier. Um, how we talked to Dr. Jen Mann, how we focus on the negative comment when there might be a hundred positive ones, right? And I've got a really positive comment uh, from one of our listeners that I'm going to share at the end of this. Um, but I also want to shine a little bit of light on somebody really positive who's doing something really cool. Her name is Stephanie Shamrovitz. Uh, she's 24 years old of Colorado. Uh, 
and listen to what she did during her recent spring break. My name is Steph and I'm about to drive across the country and pick up trash. So if you'd like to donate $10, I will pick up a whole bag of trash for you and I'll send you a picture with your name and the city that you helped clean up. So you'll feel really good about yourself and the country will be cleaner. So please help. Okay, so she works at a, at a, campus, a campus recreation center, uh, found herself with almost an entire month off because of spring break. So she decided to drive around the country, and in 26 days, she collected 126 bags of trash. Uh, and she was so inspired by uh, Earth Day on April 22nd, she decided to do this. She did have a GoFundMe. Uh, she's raised almost $3,000 so far. She literally would write somebody's That's name. That's amazing. She'd put it on her social media. She'd write their names on the bag of trash and, and showcase, like Michaela Gordon, if you'd given her $10, uh, she would have put your name on there. Well, she clocked more than 70 hours spent in the car through Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona. Arizona, Texas, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and New York. She covered a lot of ground. She's awesome. She's really awesome. I That's love, so great. Uh, look, we only have one planet. Take care of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, covering a lot of ground, this ex-husband was so petty that he jumped, he dumped the child support payment on his ex-wife's lawn with more than 80,000 pennies. And... Uh, He thought that he was being funny, but the ex-wife and daughter had the last laugh because they took the 80,000 pennies and donated the money to a domestic violence shelter. Mm -hmm. And uh, the news obviously went viral. Um, It was his last payment uh, for child support. But, you know, this is so gross because... You know how it makes the child feel? That's what I'm... That's what it is. Disgusting. If you want to be petty, be petty, but don't do it in in the disrespect of your child it just it's rude but i'm happy that they made up i'll tell you the whole child support payment thing is real when i was a kid i remember and i I know she didn't mean to tell us this but i think she did at one point during an argument or something but my mom said that our dad paid the absolute minimum for my sister and i the entire time we were kids and i remember that i had to speak to my therapist about this like how the impact of that had on me my entire life knowing that my dad paid the very least you know so i can't even imagine how petty an act like this would make a child feel. Yeah, Pennies, it's awful. Yeah, way to turn it around into a positive. Way to flip, way to flip the script. Um, and I'm going to actually end with with this note that we just got from one of our listeners. Uh, Sharon S., we'll call her. She just wrote, she was listening this morning. She said, AJ, I'm sitting at work listening to the morning show and just have to say that as someone who has also struggled with mental health my whole life, I know it hurts when people disrespect you and your partner's relationship. Just know for every naysayer out there, there's two more supportive people. Oh, my God. Just know I understand that it sucks to always have your guard up, but hold your head high because you're better than them. I just have to say I love you and Michaela, and y'all make my mornings bearable. Oh, my God. Stay positive and don't let the haters win. Much love and pride. Sharon, thank you so much Sharon, for listening. Sharon, you beautiful angel. Because for every Sharon, there's you know 10 or 20 more people or 100 more people who also have that sentiment. Listen, as members of this community, we know what it's like to always be looking out, to have one eye open, to be looking over our shoulders no matter where we are, uh, to stay safe. And that's unfortunate, but it, it is where we still are, which is why Pride Month matters, which is why this station matters, which is why we celebrate uh, diversity in every color of the rainbow 365 days a year. Absolutely. So thank you, Sharon, for those kind Sharon, words. I appreciate them. You're literally an angel. Thank you yeah. so much. Well, that's the end of our show. Thank you to Little Nas X. Thank you to Paula Canny and Dr. Jen Mann. We have a great show for you tomorrow. It's Friday, and we're ready for the weekend, honey. I know I am. So uh, have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.